Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight. 933.93. Also, Ed Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Welcome to it. Uh, great to have you here. We're already at Thursday. Seems like the week just started. And here it is. Practically ending. Yeah. Uh, by the way, tomorrow, we have more on trivia once again. And the matchup is... The Indianapolis Colts and New Orleans Saints. Colts, Saints. Yeah, less than two weeks before Christmas, by the way. This is insane. <laughs> yes, it is. This is, I've never experienced this. Uh, I realize that the calendar dictated that we're going to have the shortest time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, but this has just been breakneck speed this year, it feels like. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's every year, though. I mean, it goes by so fast. Yeah. Every year, you, you feel like. You just put up the Christmas lights, and here you are now taking them down. And it's January, and there's nothing to look forward to but the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> okay. And March Madness. Uh, and the Masters. Yeah, and the NFL Draft. Then yeah. it's uh, NFL summer. Draft is good, yeah. Summer gets here, and then it's hot and nasty. Right. Bleak. And before you know it, it's Christmas again. <laughs> Time flies, man. Yeah, it does. Seriously. I uh, got some tweets in uh, to the... To the uh, wonderful account at Pat Unleashed uh, after the show yesterday, uh, Kool-Aid with a C tweeted, I think Nancy j- should just come out and say, we must impeach the president to find out what he did. No kidding. Yeah, pass the bill to find out what he did. We got to impeach the president to see what he did. Don't give her any ideas. Uh, let's see. Uh, KJ in Cali. Mm-hmm. Just started working at Hobby Lobby. Oh, cool. Each transaction. Me. How you doing? Thought bubble, Pat would kill me. <laughs> Not for just how you doing. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, fine. Uh, you know what I prefer? I prefer <clears throat> the, did you find anything you needed? You know? Yeah. Because then I can be like, no. Why did you guys move the fill in the blank? I like it when they say, did you find everything? And I said, well, I wasn't looking for everything. I love to be able to tell them that. I wasn't looking for everything. Oh, that would take those, a really long time. Those customers. <laughs> oh. If I found, if I found everything... I mean, I couldn't carry it out in one bag. That, that's what they call inventory. Right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now that's Plus, good. you don't have everything in this store. So, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> that's when it's fun. Yeah, that sounds, uh-huh. Isn't sounds that great? fun. It sounds like that's the word we're going <clears> to <throat> go with, fun. No Malarkey Joe tweets, uh, when can we expect the Pack Ray Unleashed ascot in the media store? Oh, look <laughs> at that. Oh, the Blaze Media Shop needs that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we do need that. I like it. With the yellow. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> would be awesome. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, you think Glenn's going to keep wearing the ascots? Yes. Uh, knowing that you're yeah, he, uh, right around the corner? He doesn't care. Yeah, he, he doesn't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, Keith the Jinx Melanac? Oh, that's me. Yes, that's you. Yeah, because you know you, this because uh, you're there all the time. You tweeted this. Try harder, Google Maps. Uh, yeah. What were you looking for? I was trying, well, none of your business. I mean, but basically I was trying to get to a, a location yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, my phone, being that it's my phone, uh, it just, it, it's, it showed you that. They can't find a way. Are you kidding? They can't find a way there. Shut up. And then, of course, I missed the obvious that every Pat had responded so awesomely with is that, uh, oh, you've been trying to get to Pat's house. See, I see. and I told you uh, there isn't a way there. So, yes, that, uh, I'll, I'll admit it now. Okay. Okay. That's there you I was trying to sneak over there and surprise you and say, hey, happy Wednesday. And it just mm-hmm. didn't, work, didn't work out. From Red Hatted P. 
pigeon. Uh, how did the Hunger Games dude get Sports Person of the Year? Take a look at the uh, similarity here. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> there's the, these, yeah. the uh, Hunger Games guy yeah. host, and then the uh, Sports Person of the Year. Yeah, Rob, Rob Megan looked it up Rap- for us this morning. Rapino. Uh, Caesar Flickerman, no, the game show host uh, from Caesar, yeah, from the uh, Hunger Games. <laughs> That's great. That is so spot on. Great observation. <laughs> Funny. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on Twitter. Have you noticed that the media isn't talking about this shooting in New Jersey at all? Yes, I have. I mean, they came out of the car with assault rifles. Right? You have you seen the video by now, where they they jump out of that vehicle? He leaves the door open and he starts immediately starts shooting. Uh, and then they walk across the street while firing the whole way. They killed three people inside, and nobody's talking about it. Where's all the screaming and yelling? And I mean, three people were murdered there. That was a huge, huge situation on Tuesday. Really? My goodness. Yeah, that really. That went on. Frightening. Um, I listened to it on the police scanner app. Uh, it, it, it was intense. To think mm. there has been radio silence to report this. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know something's up. Yep. If, if we've got ourselves a, 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 basically a mass murder here. Yeah. It's a, it's, and they're it's not talking shooting. about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't, they don't mention it because the guy was black. He's a black Hebrew. Black Hebrew Israelite. What is that? A black Hebrew Israelite. Although, I don't think he is anymore. Used to be. Yeah. Something to that effect. Um, and so, because the guy's black, because he doesn't fit the... You know, it's really hard to make this one out to be a white supremacist inspired by Donald Trump. Uh, they can't do that. And so, they just decide not to talk about it. So, does that not show you? They don't care about the victims. Yeah. You know, they don't care about the deaths. Yeah, and, and he targeted um, that that Jewish market. Uh, he's got these uh, anti-Semitic uh, leanings that he has posted on uh, social media. And yeah. again, it just doesn't fit their narrative. Mm-hmm. So can we blame this one on AOC and Ilhan Omar because of their anti-Semitic tweets? Oh, I kind of like this. You yeah. know, judging by the left standards, yes, we can. Of course, by common sense, no, it's not their fault. But if this was... Anybody else, any other time, any other shooting, they'd be yelling and screaming and blaming this on Donald Trump or the right. The right never says, well, there you go. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Ilan Omar are responsible for this. Look at all their anti-Semitic tweets. They must have inspired this person. (laughs) Uh, Just shows you how despicable they are. Yeah, and to refresh your memory on the... uh... The, the uh, black, black Hebrew Israelites. Israelites. Those are the that's the group that was giving a hard time to the Native Americans and the Covington kids up in Washington D.C. Oh, that's right. They were the uh, instigators in that whole thing. They're the ones that really got mm, that whole thing right. rolling that day. Completely forgot about that. Not good people. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, according to the latest. This is from Quinnipiac. <clears throat> no, it's a Harvard-Harris national poll. Harvard-Harris national poll last week uh, polled Democrats, likely voters, <clears throat> and they threw Hillary into the mix. Without Hillary, 
uh, without Hillary, the poll looks like Biden at 29%, Sanders 16, Warren 13, Buttigieg 8, and Bloomberg 7. With Hillary Clinton, and for some reason, they also threw in John Kerry into the race. <laughs> okay. I'm John Kerry. I've heard no rumblings about John Kerry. Yeah, in fact, he announced his support for somebody recently. I forgot. Oh, did he? Yeah. Put his weight behind somebody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't know who, though? No, nah, I can't remember. Hmm. I'm looking it up. Hillary Clinton leads the pack when you put her into the race. She had 21% to Biden's 20, followed by Sanders at 12, 9 for Warren, and Buttigieg and John Kerry tied at 5%. Yeah, John Kerry is uh, out there with Joe Biden now. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Huh. Boy, that's a dynamic room right there. Ooh. That's because there's a there's a chasm between me and Hillary Clinton. I got there's a chasm there. And uh, <laughs> when I was in Israel, oh yeah, I shouted out across that chasm. I said, Israel, That's what I said. That's a lot, and I meant it. A lot more than I remember you saying. Meant it. But, uh, <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, we'll go really? With, we'll, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. That's what I said, Keith. Don't. Uh, don't test me on that. Yes, sir. So, uh, <laughs> why don't I test your memory of Vietnam? Can we do that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I remember getting some Purple Hearts there. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I remember... <laughs> See the bell coming out? I remember getting about 800 Purple Hearts. Yeah. Yeah, because every time a bell rang, and yeah. Zuzu, I think, said it best. Uh-huh. Look, Daddy, every time a bell rings... John Kerry gets another Purple Heart. That's that's right, Zuzu. That's right. That a boy, John. That a boy. <laughs> Fell down and skinned your knee. Get a Purple Heart. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got a little sliver in your finger. Get a Purple Heart. Uh-huh. You say. And then uh, <laughs> chuck him over the fence at the White House. Yeah. Or and pretend to. Pretend or to. Whatever, whatever happened. Else's. Yeah. Because then they show up in his possession some years later. So, yeah. Fun guy. Too bad he's not running because uh, what a terrific, terrific person John Kerry is. How did we miss out on that when we had the opportunity? <sighs> wow. You just kick yourself, don't you? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you kick yourself. Mm-hmm. Opportunity lost. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Ted Cruz was pretty good yesterday. Oh, at, this, yeah. uh, at this hearing, this is the hearing on the. This is the IG report, right? This is the yeah. Senate. The Senate is is uh, doing a uh, a hearing on the IG report and trying to figure out that whole thing and show the corruption there and and tie all of this into the you know the Steele dossier and all of that stuff, which was so bogus. And that's what started this whole impeachment process. The bogus. Steel dossier mm-hmm. started the whole thing. Yep. And it was a lie. It was fabricated. It was made up. Amazing. Anyway, here's Ted Cruz exposing some of the deep corruption at the FBI. So the men and women at home need to know what's happening. A lawyer at the FBI creates fraudulent evidence, alters an email that is in turn used as the basis for a sworn statement to the court that the court relies on. Am I stating that accurately? Uh, that's correct. That is what occurred. Now, you have worked in, in law enforcement a long time. Is the pattern 
of a Department of Justice employee altering evidence and submitting fraudulent evidence that ultimately gets submitted to a court. Is that commonplace? Is that typical? Um, I have not seen uh, an alteration of an email end up uh, impacting a court document like this. In any, in any ordinary circumstance, if a private citizen did this, mm-hmm. fabricated evidence, and by the way, what he inserted was not just slightly wrong, it was 180 degrees opposite what the evidence said. So the intelligence agency said this guy is a source, and he inserted this guy is not a source. If a private citizen did that in any law enforcement investigation, if they fabricated evidence and reversed what it said, in your experience, would that private citizen be prosecuted for fabricating evidence, be prosecuted for obstruction of justice, be prosecuted for perjury? Um, They certainly would be considered for that if there was an intentional effort to deceive the court. On this, I'm going to defer, because as we noted here in, in the sentence you indicated, we referred that over to the Attorney General and the FBI Director for handling third major omission that the Department of Justice and the FBI did not tell the court is that this entire operation was funded by the DNC, was funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign and by Democrats. It was an oppo research dump. Look, at some level, this is the most effective oppo research dump in history because the Department of Justice and FBI were perfectly happy to be hatchet men for this oppo research dump. Now, throughout every one of the filings, DOJ and the FBI didn't inform the FISA court that this was being paid for by the DNC and the Hillary Clinton campaign. Is that right? That's not in any of the FISA applications. So they didn't tell the court that. And it's not like DOJ didn't know. Indeed, one of the senior Department of Justice officials, Bruce Orr, his wife worked at Fusion GPS, the oppo research company being paid by the, by, by the DNC. And he became the principal liaison with Steele without telling anyone at the Department of Justice that he was essentially working on behalf of the Clinton campaign. Mm. I mean, this is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he's a little fired up there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's amazing stuff. And, uh, of course, mainstream media is paying no attention to that. That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything to them because it just doesn't fit their agenda. Uh, so <clears throat> they're not doing anything with the Inspector General report or the fact that the Inspector General was testifying uh, yesterday. Yeah, and Ted yeah. Cruz. <laughs> uh, boy, not, not the only one fired up uh, no, in Lu- Washington yesterday. Louis Gohmert, just down the hall. Uh, Louis all fired up, too. <laughs> Love him. Uh, Louis Gohmert laid it out. Uh, wondering where the real witnesses in this impeachment trial are. The president nor his campaign committed any crimes. For three years, we've heard from people that are now in the majority talk about the crimes of the president. And where are they? Well, they kept saying, Mr. President, come in. You got to test that. We will be fair with you. Come tell us about the crimes. And here's the crimes you've committed. And where are they now that we have the articles of impeachment? Uh, A vague abuse of power, obstruction of Congress. The very things the majority has done in preventing us from having the witnesses that could shed light on this, not opinion, but fact witnesses, 
We needed to hear from those mm-hmm. witnesses, people like Sean Misko, Abigail Grace, Eric Jeremella, Devin Archer, Uh-oh. Joe Biden, Ellie mm-hmm. Orr, Alexandra Chalupa, and so many others. They don't want fact witnesses. Let's hear from professors who hate Donald Trump, who are willing mm-hmm. to sell their education just to make a point against somebody they don't like. This is a dangerous, dangerous time in America. And of course, he's excoriated by the Democrats because you're you're exposed. You're just you're exposed. The whistleblower. <laughs> How do you know? I thought you didn't yeah, know who right? the whistleblower you, what was. What is that all about? What do you mean? Who? I, I which don't one know. of those people was the whistleblower? Oh, he said Joe Biden. Joe okay. Biden's the whistleblower. Joe Biden, the whistleblower. I love that. They don't know who the whistleblower is, uh-huh. but they they have a cow every time you get near exposing the whistleblower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And but of course, uh, the substance of what he said, they completely I, ignore. I love the fact that he he mentioned Eric Sharamella. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, good for him. Wait, who's that? I mean, I've because never heard that name. Who is that? Yeah, the whistleblower. Huh? Yeah, oh, I Eric don't know Sharamella. Who yeah, yeah, he's a whistleblower. <laughs> Democrat hack. Worked for Biden. Worked for Obama. And we've known his name for I don't know two months now. Got to be at least a month, and I think it's been two. Come on. It's so ridiculous. This was exposed a long time ago. 888 Let me tell you about uh, Relief Factor. <clears throat> if you're in pain and you tried so many different things and nothing really works for you, this is something that might actually change your life. Relief Factor is uh, a medication that was created by doctors. It's 100% drug-free They just put four key natural ingredients together. And each of those ingredients, each of those ingredients fights against inflammation. And once that inflammation is calmed down, your pain is going to go away or be greatly reduced. Now, 70% of the people who start with a quick start go on to order more, meaning that it worked for them. So try the three-week quick start. It's just nineteen ninety five for less than twenty bucks. You can see and and have a really good experiment on whether or not this is going to work for you. If you want a drug free, natural way to ease your pain, get your life back. It's relieffactor.com. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. That's right. That sounds familiar. It does, doesn't it? I've heard that somewhere. They're gray unleashed. Recently. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Ivan. Is there a number of people you can call? <laughs> <laughs> when will it end? No, it's not never. Never? That'd be never oh o'clock. Gosh, that's that's kind of scary. It's kind of mm-hmm. frightening. Yeah. Uh, you know, this new UMC, U.S. MCA deal, the United States, Mexico, Canada agreement, which is replacing NAFTA. Uh, it's done now. I guess it's... Did he actually sign it into law? I don't know. I think it's just gotten through the... Yeah, I think it just finally passed. And and Nancy Pelosi loves it. Oh. So I'm oh. sorry. Oh, no. It can't be good. If Nancy Pelosi likes that thing, I think we really screwed up. Uh, <laughs> I think that shows we should all be opposed to the USMCA bill. Although, President Trump likes it, too. Yeah, I, I'm kind of ashamed of myself here. Kind of likes it. I remember being such a geek. <clears throat> I remember when NAFTA passed. 
mm-hmm. I was really trying to figure that thing out. I mean, I was in, I don't know, 14 years old. Such a loser. Yeah. Anyway, some things never change. But I'm looking mm-hmm. at this thing here. This thing, I don't, I have not been following close enough yeah, to, really. to have mean, an opinion so on. And that's a bad thing when, yeah. you know, it's my job. But here, here's the winners. This is Washington Post. Winners are President Trump, Democrats, Labor, <laughs> American CEOs, uh, let's see, Canada, yeah. uh, Nancy Pelosi is yeah, having a good day. Let's see. Losers. <clears throat> oh, well, okay. Who are uh, the losers? Mexico, China. <laughs> Really? Uh, pharmaceuticals. Okay. U.S. car buyers. Oh. That's not good. Yeah. This is a Washington mm. Post analysis. Uh, let's see. In the MAGA trade agenda, this is bad news for them. So mm. it says it's a Trump uh, win politically, but uh, his goal of revolutionary... Yeah. yeah, he seemed to be totally behind it. Mm-hmm. But then when Nancy Pelosi came out talking about it and loving it, I'm like, oh, yeah. that, how does that... Wait, what? <laughs> what? This can't be good then. By the way, UK going to the polls today. And uh, for, I think this is, is this the second time for the UK this year? They're going to the polls again. At least. Try to resolve this stalemate over Brexit uh, in a parliamentary election seen as one of the most important since the end of World War II. It's a big one. So who's going to come out with control? Uh Boris Johnson or who knows somebody else I I mean nobody can figure out that thing so it's, it's because the they use the metric system over there oh is that what it is yeah, the metric system and the parliamentary system are about one and the same and so there's yeah, just no way to tell on any of it so this is just a parliamentary election correct he's not up for uh, well because right? I, I think that's how you I think that's how they but again I don't know I think that's how they choose the prime minister whoever comes out with the most MPs <laughs> Members of Parliament. Oh, that's true. Uh, so we're trying leads. to figure out if they're going to get some pro-Brexit people. <sighs> yeah. Even though the people have I already spoken. Right. At this point, it's just like, it's I don't ridiculous. know, did we ever really let America go? Let's vote again. I know. I mean, how far back do you want to go? Just do it. The people have spoken. Um, and then, of course, you know, you've got Israel. Uh, Can't with, figure yeah. things out either. They're on their third election in a year. They're heading to a record third election having failed to form a government after two the last two elections israel barreled toward a record third extending the political deadlock that has paralyzed the country for nearly a year and assuring at least three more months of bitter divisive campaigning and government dysfunction (laughs) good i guess guess they kind of are following our lead i guess (laughs) after all with the country hopelessly divided over the fate of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who's been indicted on three counts of corruption, there's little indication that the third election will be any more decisive than the first two. <laughs> Just can't. You've got the wrong system of government when this keeps happening. Okay? Again, we tried to show you guys how to do it. Mm-hmm. And... And look at us. I mean, we are... It's called a calendar. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's not you that hard. You look at the calendar, you mark a day, you agree upon it, and uh, then go. And then the, the the election happens, and then you go with the results, mm-hmm. and then you bitch about it for four years, and then you do it again. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay? That's how it works. <laughs> Love it. I mean, we tried. We tried desperately to show you the way. Mm-hmm. What do we have to do? Intervene militarily? Uh, there too in israel and uk maybe we should 
Maybe we just start dropping troops in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a thought. It's just, look, everything's yeah, on thought. the table, right? right? Isn't that how we operate? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're not doing what we want you to do, we just, we just force you. That's all. It's not that hard. Ugh. All right? So, deal with it. Sadly true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Navy I- instructor pilots are asking now. This just this just doesn't make any sense to me. Why are military personnel not armed on military bases? That doesn't make any sense at all. You're not talking about six year old kids in elementary school here. You're talking about military personnel who know what they're doing with a weapon. Let them have a gun. So in the case of these shooters, they can put them down immediately. So they're asking for permission to carry weapons after that Naval Air Station shooting in Pensacola, where the Saudi military pilot killed three American sailors, wounded eight others. Uh, but Navy bosses reject the, re- the request. They rejected it. Uh, of, Why? There are so many things in this world that make zero sense. That's one of them. That right. is so high on this list. Unbelievable. We... we our military, uh, pi- even the argument is that well, shouldn't our trained professionals be the ones that carry guns? May- you're not a soldier, you're not a police officer. Why do you need to carry a gun in public? Well, of all the I know, people we're talking that about we, military that's, soldiers, that's my point. Navy people. Even the left should say yes. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been saying. Just let the military carry them. We can't even get the military to agree to let the military carry their weapons around. I don't understand that. So stupid that on a military base, the shooter was allowed to roam free for so long, one instructor told Fox News. In a gunfight, that's an eternity. The pilot and others interviewed by Fox spoke anonymously. Another pilot told the network, I have zero confidence the guy I show my ID card to at the gate could save me. An unarmed pilot said they don't want to be in a situation where they must rely on others for safety. We don't want to count on cops or gate guards to save us in a crisis. Yep. Two pilots said the shooter had 10 minutes to carry out his deadly assault on defenseless Navy sailors. Why? Why won't you let them carry weapons? That just God, doesn't make sense. Suspect obtained a Florida hunting license that qualified him for one of the exceptions to the federal law that prohibits foreign nationals. From purchasing firearms in this country. Wow. My goodness. Wow. You talk about the things on our to-do list from post 9-11-01. Yeah. I'm not about gun control, uh, except when it applies to a foreign national. Seriously. They shouldn't be having guns on our soil, especially when they're from a country where so many people hate us, where where it's such a hotbed for terrorism. Where, I don't know, 18 terrorists uh, came from on, 2000, on 9-11-2001. And we, we allow the guy to get a, a gun? Wow. Jeez. <laughs> don't try to make sense of the world. We've been there. One senior army officer said, uh, we trust 18-year-old privates in combat with grenades, anti-tank missiles, rifles, and machine guns. Mm-hmm. But we let service members get slaughtered because we don't trust anyone to be armed in the United States? <laughs> yeah, really pathetic. I just... Why are we cowering in our offices? It's insane, the officer said. We need to protect not just the pilots, but our aircraft that are worth millions of dollars. Jeez. The family of one of the three servicemen killed in Pensacola 
made the case to lawmakers and military officers for allowing service members to protect themselves. Uh, they were talking about their loved one who was killed. He was well qualified to have a firearm and defend himself. If we're going to ask these young men and women to stand watch for our country, they need the opportunity to defend themselves. This isn't the first time this has happened. And if we don't change something, it won't be the last. And that's the real shame of it. And I'm finding uh, old stories from Jeez. 2018. Trump pushing to... To and, arm them? To arm our, our... It sounds ridiculous to even utter the phrase, to yeah, arm our soldiers on military bases. Hard to believe. They're gun-free zones. Um, do we know when that... When did that happen? When did that start? The gun-free zones? Yeah. <laughs> on a military base? Yeah, I've I heard, don't know. I've heard rumors that it was Clinton's know. doing... But I don't know that for a fact. And we'll have to look into that because that's unconscionable. It's it's really. Well, I mean, there's so many asinine things. It's hard to decide which is the most. But that's got to be top three asinine things that we've ever heard. And, and of. why? I, I realize that this is kind of probably oversimplifying the law. But if you're the commander in chief, can't mm-hmm. you just say, "Hey, I want to be able to carry. Where do I sign? Right here. Cool. Done." I think he would have done that if that was available right. to him. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful building alone! Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight, nine hundred, thirty-three ninety-three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Kool-Aid with a C tweets. Mr. Dunn 69, also at uh, Mr. Dunn 69. Uh, Pat should do a Christmas remake in honor of Jackie called Baby It's Cold Out Inside. Burr, I'm cold. Baby, it's cold inside. Burr, I'm, I'm cold. It's cold burr. Yeah, work on that. Yeah. There's something there. <laughs> Uh, yes, we'll turn up the heat. <laughs> uh, USSA News tweets, my wife gives me dirty looks at checkout because of my sarcastic remarks, especially when I point out that bleach and food can be in the same bag because everything is wrapped. It's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, that's true. I got you. Yeah. Yes. I got you, but. Yes. But. I don't know that I want, you know, a, a, a container that's been through a factory that dumps bleach into it. Yeah. When with your food. food? Yeah. I don't know. It's wrapped. Of course, if there's a leak in the bleach, I guess you could have a problem. Which I've experienced before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the store, but. Alexandria Go tweets, uh, cashier, did you find everything you needed? Me. No. You seem to be all out of anti-tank weapons. Oh, nice. There's a conversation. (laughs) That's a conversation starter. That's what, I mean, Jeffy would do that. Oh, yeah. Jeffy would absolutely absolutely do that at the store. (laughs) Uh, Just too muck and fudge. I sure hope there are air quotes or at least mine quotes around assault rifle. Mm. Well, yes, always. Uh, Burr, smallmouth bass, Kurt. (laughs) Notice we haven't heard much about the shooting at Pearl Harbor either. Yeah, like almost nothing I barely even heard that happened. Uh, it was was it last Wednesday or the Wednesday before when I don't know three or four people were killed at Pearl Harbor too. Yeah, doesn't that, fit the profile. And another example: how easy it is to get a firearm onto a military base, let alone a gun-free zone. Yeah, 
So we had the one at Pensacola, and then we, we also had the one before Pensacola. Yeah, that at was Pearl Harbor. A separate thing. Uh, not what was that? I, I, it was a personnel thing. It wasn't uh, that know, one wasn't before. terrorist or mm-hmm. no. By the way, I, I'm looking up this. Uh, I did find uh, a Fox 10 committed to you Pensacola story. Uh, that policy of uh, unarmed on military bases, and they've, they've even linked to the PDF of the actual order. It goes back to February 25th, 1992. George H.W. Like H.W. Bush. Yeah. Mm. This is... Uh, I'm going to post this. February 1992. Mm-hmm. And it just talks about... Um, does it say why they did? They decided to do that? It's long and I'm... I, uh. Yeah, but it just says, Use of deadly right. force and the carrying of firearms by DOD personnel engaged in law enforcement and security duties. So basically, those are the ones that get to carry. Mm. Also for Meg, the Dems uh, are really citing the Founding Fathers and the Constitution a lot, which is surprising since they say that racism is ingrained in America's founding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, they only talk about the Constitution when it seems to be convenient for them. When it seems like it's, I mean, because impeachment is in the Constitution right now, they need the Constitution. Uh, but this is the only time, believe me, they're never going to bring it up when the when gun control is discussed or the First Amendment is discussed. Freedom of religion, freedom of speech, they don't care about any of those things. Due process. They couldn't care less about due process. States' rights. When are they going to talk about it concerning states' rights? Uh, never. Yeah, just pretty much never. Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <clears throat> Apparently, uh, Los Zetos. You know that commando commando group? Our CIA went to Mexico and actually uh, trained 70-some of these guys to be commandos. Highly trained, uh, very skillful guys who were then bought out by the, the drug cartels. And then their their ranks were increased by, I don't know, 10 or 30-fold. Anyway, just hours after saying that a group of about 150 cartel gunmen illegally sneaked into Texas through a series of dirt roads... And over the border river before crossing back into Mexico to attack a rural community for a shootout that killed at least 23 people. Governor of Coela is now walking back his statements claiming the gunman didn't cross the international boundary. Hmm. On Tuesday afternoon, the governor reversed his verbal statements issued hours earlier where he said the gunman from the cartel de Norest faction of Los Zetos entered into Texas as they made their way from Nuevo Laredo. Uh, the things at the border are just getting out of control. Why would he, why would he correct that record? Is, mm. is that to prevent us from having um, just cause for Yeah, for doing anything involved? about it? And especially since President Trump designated them terrorist outfits. Hmm. Uh, because we could now go in and bomb these guys, go in and take care of them, send in special forces and do something about it, which I, man, when are we going to do that? When are we going to do uh, that? Mexico will take care of it. They got it <laughs> under control, man. What do you want? Well, I, you know, maybe a little yeah. bit better job on the part of Mexico. Okay. I mean, 
you know, when they have, what, 30,000 murders a year in a country of 100 million people? Yeah. And, well, you know, uh, we're sticking it to them. We're sticking it to them with the... Uh, the new trade agreement. So that that's that's what'll handle this. That's where right. justice will come from. And don't forget they're paying for the wall, not on, on credit. <laughs> Is it like on layaway now? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. My goodness. I'd yeah. like to get that wall in time for Christmas, please. <laughs> or this is gonna ruin everything. Well, we're getting about eight inches of it before Christmas. We just had that story. How many feet how many miles? Was it eight? I think it was eight miles are being built uh, right wasn't now. Wasn't it eighty? Eight. I think it was eight. Uh, CBS, right? CBS reported. Yeah, CBS talked about it. I think it was 80 new miles. By, I mean, we don't have that yet. By the year 2100? <laughs> yeah. I believe is where we were yes. at on that estimate. By the year 2100. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, but that's just around the corner now. Remember how fast time goes. Yeah, 80 to 90 miles. But remember now, yeah. they're not connected. Oh, right. <laughs> They're scattered. Look, we got five miles here. Then you go another 200 miles. Then we build another three miles. We right. Get there. Nah. <laughs> what do you want? And I think this stretch that they're actually talking about, wasn't that eight miles? Seven or eight miles. It was a, it was a small stretch. A uh, little teeny. But who's going to walk patch? eight miles? You're right. You're Nobody. right. Yeah. yeah. So they're finishing an eight mile stretch. But again, right. In the town of Donna, remember that? Donna, yes. now it's coming back, right? Donna, Texas. The cost for this eight-mile wall section, $167 million. Oh, wow. <laughs> Who are... For eight miles? Good golly. Are we building it out of gold? Is that the problem? Is it is it a gold fence? Who's building it? Is this a no-bid contract from Halliburton building this wall? <laughs> I mean, because you know that when you're going to immigrate illegally, mm-hmm. you're going to say, oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's say you're right in the middle of the wall. Yeah. You got either four miles this way or four miles that way. You're That's gonna, too much. You're going to pack it in. Yeah, you're going say, You're going to ah. walk a thousand miles back home. That's what you're going to do. Okay, they stopped us. Crap. All right, turn around. <laughs> let's go home, everybody. Four miles east, four <laughs> miles west. Nah, a thousand now miles go a south. thousand miles south. <laughs> ah! All right, the U.S., they finally built this eight-mile stretch. Ah, darn it. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I know it's stupid. I mean, it's, we live whole, in a stupid world. It, it is so stupid. And have you seen? I mean, President Trump called it virtually impenetrable oh, a month or two ago. Did he? And then they, like, the next day they had a oh. photo of eight hundred people climbing over the wall. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right, not quite so impenetrable as we thought. Maybe they just crawled over the top of it so if you've missed the first 45 minutes of the broadcast uh mm. be sure to check out the podcast later and catch up what you've missed out on is a world that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever None. zero um we we have a, a mass shooting that the press is somehow ignoring mm-hmm. we have an impeachment with no evidence right thankfully we have uh, a couple of people still calling out the uh the liars uh, in their midst um we have uh election after election around the world mm-hmm. for countries that we thought had their stuff together. We have unarmed soldiers on military bases being killed. And now we're building sections of wall, hoping <laughs> that illegals don't realize they could either turn right or left. <laughs> nah, I'll never get that. I'll never get that. It's three blocks left. Uh, so... <laughs> No, I can't. I can't do that. That's wait. I'm so tired right now. Yeah, this. You know, pack it up, honey. Let's, We're going home. Let's go home. Tell the kids we're heading south. <laughs> they 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 figured it out. My goodness. I, I, 
I mean, you have to laugh. What else? Uh-huh. We, you know, we'd just be beating our heads against if, the wall. If, if we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. That's for sure. Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. If you are relocating, you got to sell your home and then buy one in a new location. And uh, you want a realtor who's going to do a great job for you. You want a realtor who can help you decide where to price your home. Because you could just set a price at your home where you're going to make a lot of money, but you don't know if the market's going to bear that. The realtor will know the market and know what's reasonable. To sell your house for the most you can make out of it, and uh, in a in a really short amount of time. Because the longer it sits there, less the less people are going to pay for it. That's just the way it works. Then uh, you want to get the most for your money when you're buying a house. These are great agents. And... They're fans of the show, so you're going to have things in common with them right from the beginning. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area, people with great track records. Again, people who know your market and uh, people who have a really high sense of urgency on your behalf. So they're going to return your phone calls. You're not going to sit around wondering what's going on. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, so the House passed a $738 billion military bill <laughs> with Space Force and parental leave. Mm-hmm. I love the Space Force thing. I think that's so cool. I think that's that's I a think lot of so foresight cool. there. I uh, love it. it. It is. It is. It's fun to it's fun to make fun of the the name Space Force. You yes. know. Yeah. It sounds but like the, a Saturday morning cartoon. Right. But the concept is definitely. Um, it makes sense. Yeah, because you know, far-sighted. space is somebody is going to militarize it. We need to be ready to to meet that threat. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean. I'm glad it went through. I truly am. But I think Thomas Massey, who was one of the few that voted against it, I mean, he tweeted last night about how that NDAA, uh, that overreaching authority, um, it's he said it's 3,488 pages long. Table of contents was 49 pages. This is just the NDAA portion of this. Wow. And he had no time to read it, so he voted against it. And then somebody commented underneath, that uh, for comparison, the average Bible is about 850 pages. That report, uh, uh, let's see, uh, that report is 4.1 uh, Bibles long. Uh, the, the, the NDAA thing. People have been studying half the Bible for 2,000 years and the other half for 4,000 years, but we're supposed to understand this report in less than a day. Get back to me in 8,000 years. <laughs> yeah, so, I th- so when Republicans hmm. uh, and Democrats, they, they do it the same way. When it's something they want. Yep. It just last minute. Here you go. Vote. If you don't, you hate the military. I love these members that get up and say, read the bill. Read the bill. What good is reading the bill uh, if it's a thousand pages? Right, and, three. And you don't three thousand. Uh, two days and you know, law- two, two, lawyers two lawyers to find out what it means after you read the bill. We lost him. We lost him. We lost him. Mm. But what a great point that was. I get a kick out of these people who say, read the bill. Just admitting, I like to read the bill. Then just vo- don't vote for it then. Do what Massey did. If you're not going to give me time to vote for something, mm-hmm. then just don't vote for it or else you're signing your name to something. You have no idea what's in it. Remember back in the day when Rand Paul used to say common sense things? 
Um, I haven't heard from him in a long time. Uh, but he he tried to propose legislation where you had to read the bill. Yeah, Bills could only be, what, a page long, something like that, and you had to read every bill before you voted on it, which only makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it didn't pass. No, he's he's up there. He's still trying. Is he? Yeah, he's definitely trying. Early here for Rand. No, he's he tried to. Maybe stop I'm just this. not paying attention to Rand. Yeah, yeah, he does a lot of his stuff on Twitter and stuff. But uh, he's uh, he tried to slow this thing down. That's for sure. Did he really? Yeah. I don't. I mean. <sighs> Meanwhile, NASA may be speaking of space force. NASA may be working on getting back to the moon, but it really has its eyes on Mars. That means thinking ahead to the best place to land humans on the red planet. We may end up aiming for an area with easy access to water ice. Oh, nice. NASA released a look at a treasure map for water ice on Mars on Tuesday. It highlights a region known as Arcadia Planitia, Mm. where the planet appears to be hiding shallow ice deposits. Oh, I like this. That could supply astronauts with valuable water resources for both drinking... And the creation of rocket fuel. And, hey, without life on Mars, the water would be... There's not going to be organisms in it that could hurt you, right? There's not going to be any... You know, the kids, they talk <laughs> about those... Why do I feel like this is a, a setup for a horror flick in space? <laughs> yes. The, 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 the new people, yes. the Space Force moves in, they build a base, they start mm. drinking the water right out and of the And then planet. pretty soon, stuff is popping out of their bellies uh, from uh, the inside uh, out. Uh, <laughs> nice side effects, I know. That was good. That was good. Mm, yeah. Good job with that. I just wish I was wearing a shirt with buttons so I could better do the bit for TV. Got to find another shirt in here. Uh, You wouldn't need a backhoe to dig up this ice. This is cool. You could use a shovel. Huh. That's how shallow it is? Wow. Water is heavy and hard to transport, especially considering the great distances involved in a commute to Mars. It would be a lot less expensive to mine water directly from the planet after arrival. NASA isn't the only space group eyeing the Arcadia region of space. SpaceX has also been scoping out this area as a possible landing site for a future Starship mission. It's a good thing uh, NASA has been developing more flexible spaceships for astronauts. They might need to do a little digging on Mars one day. This is so cool. It's just a long way off. I mean, I don't know when they're... We're nowhere near landing people Mm -hmm. on Mars right now. How long does it take to get there again? Did we... we uh, Six to eight months, I think. Yeah, you wanna, and you wait for the right window to go, you know, because sometimes Mars is really, really far, like a hundred and I think it's, I think it goes from one hundred and forty-eight million miles to forty million, something to that effect. Do you want to do your little uh, sound effect there again? I'm gonna drink some water right out of the planet. Mm. Mm. Oh boy! Oh boy! And then moments that later, weird. Uh, you're not feeling uh, good. Uh, oh, what's oh, happening? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A pig came out, a pink pig. <laughs> that's not scary. That's a pig too with no notice. And now he's hung up in my earbuds. There we go. <laughs> a pink pig is in the water on Mars? Huh. Okay, you know what? Weird. No. no. Oh, look. I was going to go with Beavis, but instead, I've actually got an alien. I yeah. could use the alien. It's too late now. Yeah, it's too late now. <clears throat> and we, we lost the moment. I tried. We lost it. I tried. <laughs> But that'd be great. If if you could just use a shovel and get to water on Mars, 
that makes missions there a heck of a lot easier. Yeah, I'm very excited a lot about this. Easier. But that was the whole point that <clears throat> Trump was making with NATO. China is really becoming a presence on the moon. Yeah, they've got two rovers there and a third <clears throat> on the way, and they're landing at sites where they think there's water. This sounds more promising on Mars. Mm. So maybe we need to focus our attention there. Yeah, you can have the moon. We're taking a whole planet. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. Space Force is a thing now. It's official. So let's see what happens now. Yeah, some of that uh, huge military budget, $768 billion going to be going to Space Force. (sighs) Meanwhile, the president is having to uh, redirect funds that would otherwise go to defense to protect the border because the Congress won't do its job and protect us on its own. Right. So. Crazy. There we go. All right. Okay. On average. Huh. Yeah, I'm just looking at this to make sure. On average, Mars is about 140 million miles from Earth. On average? Oh, because it. That's further than I thought. Uh, huh. So it means it goes further, it gets closer. Uh-huh. But, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get there. Let's start digging. There's water. I'm ready. It's time. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888 <clears throat> Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from Capitalist Bastard, we get this tweet. Democrats, we've never met the whistleblower. We don't know who the whistleblower is. Republicans, we need to question Eric Sharamella. Democrats, you can't out the whistleblower. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's amazing how often that happens. It, it's... <laughs> <laughs> they just keep saying it then, too, which shows you what liars they are, what despicable, bald-faced liars they are. Uh, Michael NP1701, are we going to go over the preliminary results <laughs> for the Pat poll about Die Hard? Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how Pat responds. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, you are got, you? All right. You got 19 hours left. We just uh, tweeted it back out again under Pat Unleashed. On also, Twitter. refer to my Twitter essay. Mm. To learn some reasons why it is, in fact, Christmas, oh. Christmas, a uh, Christian's movie. Well, I, I don't know about Christian's movie. Maybe but some, I know it's not a Christmas. Maybe it's movie. a typo. Of Christmas course it movie? is, okay. but I'm going to take advantage of it because he's calling me out here. Um, am I losing the poll? Is that what the deal is? Preliminary. Uh, currently, seventy-one to twenty-nine. Yes. Got to be kidding Die Hard me. is a Christmas movie. Say <laughs> Pat heads. Nineteen Please. hours to vote. Tell your friends. Wow. Uh, Keystone Pig. Hasn't England voted for Brexit like 80 times? It's feeling like that. We're, we're close. <laughs> How many times? Uh, 80. 80. Yeah. 80 times. I think we're just a couple more. Yeah. How is getting up at 5 a.m. to listen to the show and make snarky comments the highlight of my day? 
Well, you're, you're welcome. What, yeah. what, what is that? Right? <laughs> I mean, of course it is. Tyler Morgan, movie trailer voice. In a world devoid of life, astronauts drink the water only to find something was there all along. That's making uh, pig noises. That's not very scary when a pink pig comes out of your stomach. That's just not scary, Keith. I'm sorry. That's Best not scary. I could do. It's not scary. No, you got the little alien oh, yeah, right there. Sorry. The little alien could have popped here. out. He's not very uh, scary either, frankly. Uh, oh, alien, ah! alien with a headband. Ah! Uh, I'm going to go jogging. That'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Uh-huh. 888-900-3393. Also, uh, of course, as we just showed you, we just proved Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's it's there. People are using it. Uh I'm Mr. Twitter, so I'm on it, you know, practically all the time. Practically. Practically all the time. Not literally. I can scarcely tear myself away Mm. from social media. Mm. Scarcely. Uh, Have you uh, watched any good Christmas movies yet this uh, Christmas season? Are you deep into it yet? Broken out the Santa Claus or Elf or any of that? What I was trying to do as you were asking me that question was remember the last movie I saw in general. Mm. Uh, so even so at home no. with the kids, you don't you don't get, gather around and watch a Christmas movie uh, during the season, Christmas season at all. You, well, we're gonna have some uh, some more free time on Saturday afternoons now that the Husker season is over. So we'll see. Yeah, it's not <laughs> weird. How I mean, there's another thing. It went by so the football season went by so fast. I mean, yes, of course. BYU still has another game, and Nebraska doesn't, but let's not rub that in. Um, <laughs> no. The 12 games of the regular season just went by like that, didn't it? So I, fast. It's unbelievable. It seems like we were just saying, yes, it's finally here, and it's gone. And, you know, the other day I made the point, I said, wow, they dragged out the national championship game all the way to January 13th. Right. Good. Stretch it out, man. I know. Because it seems like you I know. said the season is over before it begins. Maybe we should stretch it out till March. Maybe yeah. Ju- it ends just before March Madness starts. Let's do That's this. That's reasonable, right? Yes. So you could only, you'd only play, what, 30 games during the regular season. Then you have the bowl season. And then, uh, and then you end at March Madness. I like it. Let's do it. Let's work on this. Let's do it. You should at least sit down with the kids because we talked about, you know, and have a talk with them because they're going to see it eventually. They're going to see the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer meanness. Yeah. And then they're going to be affected by it and they're going to be little brats the rest of their lives. Yeah. There's just no way around it. Once yeah. you see that movie, yep, uh, you're a terrible person. Yeah. It just makes you a terrible person. And and I know that uh, yesterday <clears throat> uh, you were watching it uh, uh-huh. as you know, part, of, part of show prep. Yes. And I, I will say that, does that count that I saw enough of that to say I've seen a Christmas movie this season? Because I did see enough of it to come to the same conclusion that yeah, lots that, of people have got. That everybody's reaching. Mm-hmm. Now, we used to joke about it, how mean it was uh, that that the you know the other reindeer were bullies and Santa was just mean and discriminatory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now it's a real thing. Right, right. And people are really going against the movie. And I thought, that's <laughs> so ridiculous. Can we just... Yeah. We all watched it and survived. Okay, we've been watching that thing since 1964. Everybody's okay. Well, not everybody. Many of us survived it. <laughs> Those who didn't, I'm not sure it was Rudolph that pushed him over the edge. <laughs> but then I, you know, we were going over it uh-huh. with a fine-tooth comb thinking, 
okay, wait a minute. It is kind of nasty, isn't it? It's not It's not pleasant. Um, Santa's elves at one point come up with a song for him, and they sit him down, and they, hey, here's the Christmas song for you that they've been working on really hard their whole Aww. whole year. It's and, a sweet moment, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. sweet moment. They want to share it with you, Santa. Here it is. That's good. I like that. And then Santa says, Hmm, well, it needs work. I have to go. <laughs> sure. Wow. Okay, the little elves have been working on this all year. All they sing year. it to him really nice. Eh, it needs work. I gotta go. Okay, now, in fairness <laughs> to Santa, bother. if they had a year and that's what they came up with, <laughs> oh, 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 it was a Merry Christmas year. Well, it was longer than that. I just played a little yeah, sure, snippet of sure, it. But, sure. but I'm saying, yeah. it maybe didn't end on a high note, but, but Santa... What is your problem, man? I know, right? He's supposed to be a jolly old elf, yeah. I thought. He's not jolly in this movie. I mean, they obviously didn't get the real Santa for this, because it would have been a lot different. But the guy they got for this role right. here in this cartoon? Yeah. What a jerk. Not a good guy. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, Rudolph is there, uh, ready for uh, getting ready for his uh, reindeer games. Oh, cool. This and the fun. games include uh, launching, launching themselves. You know, they fly. Yeah, yeah. But he checks out. Clarice over there and she's you know he's kind of digging her and so he walks over to her and the danger of Donald Trump is much more extant <laughs> now that, and we find that's out a about movie that, that needs some reworking the obviously. danger of Donald Trump that's what we find out about and that's that's frightening of course I bet you'll be the best oh that's what she tells him ah. I don't know I don't something know. wrong with your nose <laughs> I mean you talk kind of <laughs> okay, there. Even Clarice, Uh-oh. something wrong with your nose? Oh no! You had congestion or something? <laughs> I mean, you sound bad. What's going on here? Aren't you embarrassed with about your voice? <laughs> What's so funny about the way I talk? Okay, well, there. He, I mean, he does prove he's a little bit geeky, right there. Yeah, okay. he's also he is, is a little a bit of a loser. And is he from New Jersey? <laughs> What's so wrong with the what way I talk over Talk over there, huh? Maybe they should be bullying this kid. I know. Right? I don't mind. Oh, she doesn't mind. You don't? My name's Clarice. Hi. My name's Rudolph. Hi. (laughs) Okay, Rudolph is not exactly a spine-chilling personality. He's not a ladies' man. He's he's not. Obviously, we're learning this. Hey, uh, Clarice. Uh uh, After practice, would you... Rudolph, you get back here. It's your turn, you know. <laughs> there's the there's the reindeer coach. Rudolph, you get back here. See? Oh, see? Get back here now. You and your congestion. I want you to get right over here. Yeah, I gotta go back. Would you want to go with me? Uh-huh. No. Oh, she does. Okay. I think you're cute. Oh, boy. Not bad. Not bad at all. Oh. Okay, so he the one time Santa's pleased with him. Yeah. Right? I he's, see this. He's excited that Clarice likes him, calls him cute. Okay. I'm cute. I'm cute. Wait. And so then he flies because he's really psyched. Uh-huh. And Santa's impressed. 
But then tragedy strikes <laughs> so, when that little oh, thing he's wearing on his, the black thing he's wearing on his nose pops off. Are we too close to Christmas for uh, Rudolph to ask Santa to bring him a neti pot? Because that is <laughs> tough to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the beat. Look at the Okay, so then, so then the name calling begins. Oh, All right, see, his come little, on. His little nose thing popped off. Stop calling me you should be ashamed of yourself. There's my favorite what a part. Pity. He had a nice takeoff too. It's my favorite part. What a pity. He had a <laughs> Dunder, you should be ashamed of yourself. What a pity. Too bad he's a little. He's a he's a little defective now. <laughs> he's a freak of nature freak. you're raising here. <laughs> but other than that, how could you bring someone around here with a red nose, Dunder? Seriously. How do you bring that kid out in public? He should be he should be shut up in your house, chained in a dungeon so that no one would ever have to see him and, and be horrified by that red nose. And 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 Donner goes on to stick up for his kid, right? I mean, everything's good. Uh, no, he actually doesn't. What, what do you he, mean? He he uh as Santa is saying that, okay. he lowers his head and says, "No." Nothing. Yeah, you're right. I am. Ash- I'm ashamed right now. Oh, I'm ashamed right now. Rejected by dad. <laughs> yep. No wonder even, Rudolph has issues, man. Even dad doesn't stand up for him. <laughs> so only when, only when Santa realizes he can get something out of him, that little freak, for his own benefit, uh-huh. uh huh, does the shaming stop, and then Rudolph is accepted finally. So it is quite a movie when you think about it. <laughs> It is quite a movie. Yeah, and I'll bet you that eventually CBS will start showing, will stop uh, airing it every year. Mm-hmm. I bet they do. Now everybody has it, you know, in some way or another on digital or yeah. DVD or whatever. I've got the DVD. I'm thinking about repurposing it as a coaster now. Maybe you should. What a terrible, terrible movie for kids. <laughs> Not a great message. That's right. For sure. I mean, it, it just from start to finish, that thing is yeah sad. I mean, there's a bunch of places where almost all of it shows you know some kind of poor behavior on the part of adults toward children <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty and bad. children towards children and right? children Making towards fun yes. of rudolph and his a bunch of bullies they start, nose. they start calling him names the second that little rubber thing pops off his nose the second uh, yeah. it does but i mean we we kind of we kind of saw that coming from the song right because they used to laugh and call him names well yes so we should have seen that one coming and they never let Poor Rudolph playing any of those reindeer games. And, you know, so... Then there was that one, that foggy Christmas Eve? Yeah. Is that uh-huh. when, right, when, when, it, when it suited Santa. Yeah, Santa came to say. When he got something out of it. Then it's, yeah, Rudolph, hey, with that bright nose, maybe you can lead my sleigh. What do you think? Sad. It's a, it's a, it's a sad movie. It is a sad movie. It's a sad movie. But let's be honest, Rudolph had it coming. What a, what a dork. <laughs> kind of a, what a loser. Kind of a loser, yeah. I mean, nothing yeah. slick about that cat. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, <clears throat> uh, where. Uh, uh, Equus Limits 10 mm-hmm. tweets. The only Hallmark like Christmas movie I'm willing to watch is the Christmas Twist. Mm-hmm. 
Haven't seen that one in a while. Um, yeah, I gotta find that. Maybe we can tweet it out. Also from Just Two Muck and Fetch, Rudolph has daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. B to Bodine. So essentially, Santa is a Democrat who doesn't have anything to do with Rudolph until he can use him for his own means. Uh huh. Exactly. Yinzer Phoenix, uh, can you guys just analyze Christmas Christmas movies or really any movies for the entire show for as long as this impeachment business is going on? Mm. Thanks. Yeah, I'd, hopefully you've noticed we try not to be all impeachment. All I just I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't talk about it nonstop. I mean, yes, we have to cover it from time to time. We have to hit the highlights. But for the most part, I'm not. I'm just not going to spend the whole time on it because it's it's a sham for one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Senate trial was going to is going to be a lot more fun to cover. They better do it. I right. hope they better do it right. And I think I think <clears throat> the summary of everything was a great quote last night from uh, Representative Ratcliffe here from Texas, who said the president is not above the law, but he damn sure shouldn't be below it either. Exactly. That's he a great be point. Held to the same standards, and by that. You don't yeah. impeach. Come and, on. And who said that? Uh, Representative Ratcliffe. Uh, That's really good. Texas. That's yeah. really good. Uh, all right. We were just talking about Rudolph, the movie. There's also something interesting uh, at the box office movies. This this movie, Playmobil. <laughs> Whoops. Playmobil. Uh, I mean, this thing is one of the biggest box office flops in uh, cinematic history. The uh, long-delayed animated movie opened, uh, <laughs> wow, it's opening weekend, right. $656,500 oh, domestically. Okay, fine. So, so it made about half a million, but what, what was its budget, Pat? Um, hmm. Its budget was only $75 million. <laughs> 75 Okay, well, when you say it like that. Million <laughs> Dollars, dang man! And you know, you make most of your money the first weekend, and then decreasing after that. <laughs> Six hundred fifty-six thousand dollars in its first weekend. Wow! wow. Uh, even though some cinemas across the country were offering five-dollar tickets for kids <laughs> and adults, please come see our movie. Wow! <laughs> Only two movies. Have fared worse than this, and that was 2012's Oogie Loves. Okay, I've never heard of it. Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure that made four hundred forty-three thousand dollars, and something called Delgo in two thousand eight made five hundred eleven thousand. Now this is on twenty-three hundred thirty-seven movie screens across the country. So it's out there. Yeah, it's out there, and it made six hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. My (sighs) gosh. I obviously I'm not I'm not hip. Okay? I don't know if you know this, but who is uh, Anya Taylor Joy? She's somebody I should know. I don't know. Okay, well, anyhow, I threw that out there because she's listed as the uh, the biggest star voice for it, this on movie. this movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. But then listen to these names that are involved with this movie: um, Daniel Radcliffe, right? Harry Potter guy. Oh yeah. Adam Lambert, Jim um, Gaffigan. Adam, oh, wow. Adam Lambert, the singer. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Sounds like uh, Freddie Mercury. That's who it is. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, Megan Trainer seems like she's been. Oh, uh, she's something. a uh, she's a song. Oh, she's person a singer. Okay. singer. Yeah, I'm just looking to see if I recognize any other names. I mean, wow. these other I mean, names. Some some known names. Yeah, they're known. So what? Jim happened? Gaffigan. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> so this looks like 
okay, Play Mobile, it must be like their toys that sure. you can buy at the store. Yeah. And so they did a movie based on the toys. And apparently, uh, nobody wanted it. <laughs> nobody was clamoring. Hey, when are you going to do the fi- when are you going to finally do the Play Mobile movie? <laughs> you, no, those words have never been spoken until right then. Uh, and then you don't recognize any of the little toys. I no, don't. I, now, I haven't never had seen little them. kids that have been, you know, using these kind of toys for mm-hmm. a couple of years. 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. But you would think you want to make sure your toys are a little iconic before you start <laughs> you would think so, making yes. movies about them. Uh-huh. Or you're Disney, or you're and Disney. you can you can make something out of it immediately. And then you just say, "Look, <clears throat> you're gonna fall in love with this cowboy yes. and this uh, right. astronaut, and it's gonna be a hit." Okay, exactly. Well, you're Pixar, so you're probably right. I'll take your word for it. But I don't know what happened there. Good luck. Meanwhile, uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker hits theaters a week from Friday, I believe. Right, or a week from tomorrow? Yeah. Yes, so December twentieth. Yeah. So one week from tomorrow. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker hmm. opens. And one week before that, the big star in this, <laughs> the person who plays Ray, <laughs> which, you know, I'm not that crazy about her to begin with. Okay. And then she's opened her mouth now. Now she had to open her mouth. Daisy Ridley is her name. Asked if she is conscious of what issues she can talk about publicly. Particularly because Disney owns Star Wars and whether she has to modify her politics. She decided to go ahead and... Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Let don't it all do out. It. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. She says Trump, Trump supporters are not sane. No, I don't feel I have to edit what I say. What I say. Uh, the things that make me angry are the things that make everyone angry. Yeah, I don't think so, Putin. Okay, let's see. Everyone's annoyed with Bojo, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Uh-huh. I don't really have any opinion on him. <laughs> everyone has an issue with Trump. Every sane person, anyway. Oh! Why would you do this one week before Star Wars? Ray! Why would you do this? Go fight bad guys. <laughs> Though the actress who describes herself in the interview as not passively aggressive, just directly aggressive, <laughs> insisted she doesn't feel compelled to self-edit. And maybe she should feel compelled. You know, you got a lot of riding on it. A lot of people are, are paying your exorbitant salary, Daisy. <laughs> uh... So, apparently, she admitted immediately that she'd gotten herself. She knew she got herself into hot water. Oh, what happened to being directly aggressive? I don't know. Don't back down, Ray. She smiles brightly at me, almost apologetic, reluctant to expand. It's not that I don't talk about this stuff, but other people are so much more articulate than me and say it better. Yeah, yeah, and know a lot more than you do about it. So, why don't you shut your mouth? We're picking up on that, Ray. Is she from England? She must be English, right? Colin Boris Johnson Bojo. <sighs> Ridley's what? interview included another moment she probably wishes she could get back. Asked if her privileged upbringing made it easier for her to land her life-changing role as Ray. She pushed back and in so doing angered the intersectional left. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm glad. The privilege I have? How? She said, no, genuinely. How? <laughs> so how did that help her? Oh, uh, That's great. That's awesome. Ridley was educated at the independent Tring School for the Performing Arts, having obtained a scholarship. Her mother is a banker and her father is a photographer, while her family included the playwright Arnold Ridley and John Harry Dunn Ridley. See if you have four names. You know you're important. Mm-hmm. Or you're a serial killer. <clears throat> no, it's three names. Oh, this that's is four. three? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's yeah. rule three, rule four. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
John Harry Dunn Ridley served as head of engineering at the BBC. John grew up on a council estate in Peckham. And Mm. I think me and him are similar enough that no. Also, I went to a boarding school for performing arts, which was different. (laughs) I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. (laughs) I've just never been asked that before. So I'm like, oh, I don't think so. I don't think I'm privileged. (laughs) That's so great. I mean, it's a boarding school and a state. A little something for the left as well as a slap for the right. Yeah, they didn't like that. They didn't like how she didn't realize her. they did not like that. She, of course you're privileged. First of all, you're white, which okay. is privilege enough. Let me write this down. White. Then you're rich. Rich. Which means you should probably be locked away for the mm-hmm. rest of your life. She got a scholarship, so she didn't have to pay for school. Yep. Okay, what else we got? She went to a boarding school. Boarding school. What else? Performing arts school. Yeah, it's like a, I'm sure it's like a Juilliard type place. Yeah, yeah. Which makes yeah. me sick. And so she's, she's got, got all kinds of... And then she says she doesn't have any privilege. Oh. Huh, that didn't help her get the role. And she's got parents with four names. I right. bet Disney is just hating the fact that she spoke Can out. Can we get Daisy off the circuit, please? Yeah. Can somebody send Daisy home, please? Anybody don't, else? Don't put her on any more shows. Daisy's done. <laughs> okay? You know, I don't care if you have that... that, that B-88 or whatever his name is. Just have a robot do these... Uh, <laughs> Have the droid do the interviews the next week. That would be helpful. What is it, Dylan? BB-8? BB-8. BB-8. Yeah, I think so. And then you've got, you know, then you got the boy band villain. What's his name? Adam Driver guy, the guy who plays Kylo Ren, uh-huh. who looks like he came from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> just, That's fine. I'm sorry. I don't uh, These new characters are not compelling to me. Yeah, yeah. And I, yet I'm still looking forward to the movie. I, why? Exactly. We want to see why? the movie, but the characters themselves yeah. aren't compelling. I don't like love the stories and I don't love the characters. And they're just they're just good. Yeah, they're but they're not eh. they're not great. Like it's not I Luke would, Skywalker. We've had this conversation without the first three in the seventies. We oh, would not be I wouldn't even pay caring about this. this series. Right. They probably wouldn't have made it because nobody would be watching them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, much more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Zuzu pedal! Zuzu! There they are! Bert! What do you know about that? Merry Christmas! Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Uh, talking about that Daisy Ridley nonsense. Duh. With the, with the Star Wars movie, just a week away. A week from tomorrow being released, and she's got she's to piss off everybody who is a uh, Trump fan. And then she also angers the left by saying she doesn't have white privilege or whatever it was. Do you feel like your privilege got you this role? Shut up. I mean, this is such nonsense anyway. Uh, but we also have this fun video that was sent to us by Brian Bokenyi, who... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's fun. The little Showed baby us a little, yeah, the little baby Yoda from uh, <laughs> the Mandalorian. Yeah, when they were fighting over the button uh, in the in the spaceship there. If anybody's been watching this on Disney Plus, <laughs> we're up to what five episodes? Oh, tomorrow episode six. Yay! Will be coming out, uh, and I think the last three or four have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still don't know what the deal is with this little baby Yoda. But here's a little section of it. Maybe this will help uh, answer that question. <laughs> okay. Don't push the buttons, dude. Don't pu- don't push the buttons. Don't do I don't that. like them putting chemicals in the water that turn <laughs> the friggin' frogs gay. Do you under? 
brain chips and the trips. They give the trips special vaccines that are really nano. T- <laughs> Mandalorian doesn't like the Alex uh, Jones uh, clip. They considered no. They didn't consider using it. They've used. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. Don't really be pushing good. buttons when you're in the vehicle, man. That's really. That's funny. why nobody wants to hear that. That's. Yeah, that's funny business. Good stuff. Thank you for uh, sending that. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Greta Thunberg, uh, Person of the Year in Time Magazine, and oh, yeah. uh, the the photo is out on the cover, and it's an interesting one. Uh, she's kind of looking off into the distance, and oh, Joe no. Biden. Oh no! Joe Biden is uh, whispering sweet nothings in her ear. Well, that behind her, her that's, age is in his wheelhouse, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> so that's yeah, uh, very believable. My goodness, <laughs> that's really funny. Ugh. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Then you know I love the fact that Antifa. You know they're anti-fascist. That's what it stands for. Anti-fascist. <laughs> so anti-fascist are these people. Uh, they're all about freedom. Uh, out protesting again. I think this was just this last weekend. Burning the American flag. Here's a and then and then one of the women in the group. Rushes the police line and pays a little bit of a price for it. But uh, here's some of what happened. As they're br- there, they are burning oh. the American flag, and then one of the cops comes over and puts out the fire. <laughs> I like it. And then walks off. Oh, what's cops being? Followed? They follow him like they're gonna, you know, hit him or perform some sort of violence, but they don't. Uh, then they grab the flag and soak it. And then light it on fire again because they love America. That's what this means. They, they love freedom. They, I mean, this is just doesn't this tell you who they are and what they're all about? So there they are burning the American flag. In a second, you're going to see the fact that they're going to see the, the waving of the uh, communist Soviet flag. They'll be waving that, holding oh, that up good. proudly instead of the uh, American flag. This is more fun in uh, Portland. Yeah, right? Yeah. My mm-hmm. goodness. And yeah. of course, they're all masked, except for the one woman, except for her, Ugh. who gets shoved to the ground yes! when she attacks the police. Nice to see the police I in know. Portland doing something here. Yeah. We're not going to take that. I like can't this, just actually. run into us like this. Uh-huh. We're not messing around. We're not playing here. Yep. You can do your little protest right there. That's where you're going to stay, right there. That's what the permit says. So all these masked cowards are filming the police while they're being, you know, total and complete douchebags. Yeah, the the name of this uh, rally? End Domestic Terrorism Rally. End Ah. Domestic Terrorism. Uh How ironic. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And is that that some sort of shot at the police? And there's uh, there's the commie flag that they're proudly... Waving, they're not burning that one. That that one they like. I mean, I'm I'm so sick of this Antifa nonsense. It, I mean, we know who these people are. They're anti-American. They're not anti-fascist. They're anti-American goofballs, violent idiots, uh, who hate this nation, hate the police, hate the military, hate the Constitution. Uh, they're not fooling anybody here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Trump about to sign the order <clears throat> to interpret Judaism as a nationality. Now, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of interesting because it's an order that allows the president to take further steps to combat anti-Israel sentiments. 
and divestment movements on college campuses by requiring colleges and universities <laughs> to treat those movements as discriminatory. I love this. This shrewd move here. In order to keep their funding. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is the right um, winning on a technicality. I love it. I like this. The move would trigger a portion of the Federal Civil Rights Act of 1964 that requires educational institutions receiving federal funding to not discriminate based on national origin, according to senior administration officials, so that they could protect Jewish groups on campus. That is great. Yeah. Religion, by the way, is not covered in that portion of the law. That is interesting. Isn't that something? Mm Mm-hmm. So they can't ba- they can't discriminate with educational programs based on race, color, or national origin. Religion's not in that, which is weird. I, I don't know why. You get federal funding, then you better keep the anti-Semites away. Right is what they're saying. Cool. <laughs> <I> dig <laughs> it. That is fantastic. Um, it also leads us to the anti-Semitism that is really kind of prevalent and part of this New Jersey shooting that nobody's talking about and they're not talking about it simply because it's anti-Semitic it's it's uh, black the black Hebrew Hebrew Israelites Israelites. were the were the ones who who did this uh, shooting there was a connection to that group Uh, yeah they used to be a part of mm -hmm. it I guess yeah now they seem to be just super anti-Semitic yeah and what was so disgusting is uh, not only the fact that that these Americans were murdered in cold blood Tuesday afternoon in no New sense. Jersey. Mm-hmm. But was the reaction of the community just following it? Just outside of where the shooting occurred, you had people from the neighborhood, and there were several people that, that were caught on camera clearly expressing their anti-Semitism. Oh, it, let's it's see really that. grotesque. We never had a shooting like this until they came. Lame the Jews. What? Jews would be killing. We can't do it to them? We can't do it to them? Yep, that's what she's saying. Wow. It's a school right across the street. They don't give a about us. Is your child stuck at school? Yes, my children stuck at school because of Jewish shenanigans. I understand because of Jewish shenanigans. They all the problem. They all the problem. Oh, well, people kids are scared. People kids are stuck in school. Wow. Take it somewhere else. It was your kind that did it. It was your kind that did it here, right? This guy's a Jew uh, recording. I'm not from here. That's great. If they was dead, they got shot dead. That's great if they got shot dead. Wow. Well, that's really ugly. Yep. Jeez. Get the Jews out of here. Mm-hmm. Get these effing Jews. Get the Jews out of Jersey City. Wow. Jeez. That's... Wow. But I'm sure that uh, wow. that'll get reported. As soon as the mainstream oh. media sees that video, they'll be all over this. Because I can tell you, if those were a handful of white people saying that oh my. at the scene of this horrific mass shooting. Gosh, can you imagine? That would be the lead news. Is there a white supremacist problem in Jersey City? Well, we report. I think it wouldn't have been a question. It would. There is yeah. a white supremacist problem in Jersey City. Absolutely. Horrible. Wow, that is despicable. Yes, it is. I don't is. know if I've ever seen something so blatant immediately after a shooting like that. That's pretty 
That's just ugly stuff. I wow. Mean, literally, it's not an exaggeration. The bodies were still there mm. 20 yards from where those people are standing. And they're saying that they're glad yep. that happened. Glad they're dead. Wow, that's really, really bad. So anti-Semitism in Jersey City, Ooh, New Jersey. Ugly. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also <clears throat> at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, that brings us to Rabbi Lappin. Uh, Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Who, of course, uh, is on the Blaze, has his Blaze podcast here, his uh, his website, youneedarabbi.com, uh, joins us right now on the Blaze. Uh, Rabbi Lappin, welcome. Thank you very much indeed. I have been looking forward to talking with you again. Uh, we have, too. Uh, looking forward to seeing you over in Israel uh, in, yes. what, in March, right? You're going to be on yes. that cruise. Right. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, listen, we... There's there's a lot to talk about. We were we were just talking about the shooting in in Jersey where you had the the black Hebrew Israelites <clears throat> shooting up the place or people who are connected to that group anyway. And then afterwards, uh, we we just played the video of some of the people from the neighborhood talking about how they were glad this happened and uh, they shouldn't be there and. All of these kinds of things with their anti-Semitic uh, behavior, I just is is there is there is there a growing problem of anti-Semitism in New Jersey and the New York area? Um, there's a growing problem of lawlessness and violence in general. You mm-hmm. might remember the notorious knockout game of two years ago. Do you remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, where young um, males uh, run up behind somebody and uh, and deliver a, a huge blow to the back of the head, and uh, the person invariably gets concussion. Very serious stuff. Mm-hmm. That went on for a while, and um, mm-hmm. there was very little in the way of successful prosecution or punishment after that. Right. It was essentially society telling young thugs, uh, you're free to uh, let loose with all your lack of impulse control and to, to just do whatever you feel like. Um, we have large crowds of young males gathering and terrorizing shoppers at malls uh, or starting um, riots in streets. It so happens that Jews do not do well in an atmosphere of lawlessness, but nobody does. No law-abiding citizens do because we all are the natural victims. We are we are perceived as most unlikely to uh, to be armed, most unlikely to be prepared to fight back, and so we are the the natural victims. It's uh, yeah. it's law-abiding people everywhere, yeah. and. Um, and this group of people had done something that that was really rather brave. They had moved from Brooklyn um, with a number of families to Jersey City, and they were trying to uh, establish a, a community. This this is something that is good for Jersey City. Uh, Jersey City could really use some gentrification. However, uh, leftism has allowed the term gentrification to become parallel to child abuse. It's like the worst thing Mm -hmm. you could possibly do. You know, move in and try and improve a neighborhood. Oh, it's the worst thing you can do. And so uh, these people were already... um, 
made to feel very unwelcome in that neighborhood mm-hmm. and uh, and and uh, and so this is a part of it i'm i'm loath to say that this is a uniquely um jewish thing it's just that we have a name for it when jews are attacked right and when it's everyone else who's attacked it sort of just passes and as more crime statistics let me ask you about uh, what's going on in in Israel right now. Um, they're working on putting together their third election in the last year. They uh, they can't seem to. Nobody can seem to form a, a government over there. What are, what are your thoughts on Benjamin Netanyahu? It, um, is he is he going to uh, is he going to be able to maintain power or is he is he gone now for there's, good? There's three. There are three effective leaders in the world. Uh, I should say four, really, um, who who get it and who know what's going on. The first one is is uh, Vladimir Putin, but we'll leave him out of this discussion. Uh, the other three are Boris Johnson, Netanyahu, and Trump. Those are the three yes. leaders who actually have a handle of how the world works. And not surprisingly, uh, the left in each of the three countries uh, is doing all they possibly can to uh, to to destroy the leader. They sure are. I don't know a lot about this uh, corruption situation with Benjamin Netanyahu. Is there anything to it? Um, l- let's put it this way, Pat. If <laughs> if the government let loose all its resources and decided to find something against you or me or virtually any other American citizen, mm-hmm. how long would it take them to come up with something that they can inflate into an issue? Not long. Probably not, not long. long. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what's happened to uh, uh, to Trump. It's what's happened to Netanyahu. They've tried to do it with Boris Johnson. You might remember with the outrageousness of uh, of the neighbor taking a uh, an unauthorized ta- uh, tape recording. Um, and so Israel is uh, you know Israel is a place that. Uh, um, it's a little different from other places. Golda Meir was reputed to have once had a conversation with Johnson, President Johnson, and he tried to, you know, she was she was a rather pushy lady, and um, he, he was trying to sort of uh, carb it out. He said, look, you've got to understand, uh, I'm a, a president of a nation of more than 200 million people, and you are the president or the prime minister of a nation of only 4 million people. Uh, she said, that's not right, Mr. President. You might be the president of a nation of 200 million people. The trouble is I am the prime minister of a nation of four million presidents. <laughs> and that's a pretty good picture of, uh-huh. of it. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, old, the old joke of the guy, the Jew was rescued from a desert island after many years, and he wanted to show the Coast Guard around. And he said, this is the house I built, and this is where I go fishing. And that's a synagogue. And over there, that's another synagogue. They, oh, 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 what about you? One guy stuck on the island. Why do you need two synagogues? He said, well, that's the synagogue I worship in. The other one I wouldn't be seen dead in. So, <laughs> okay. uh, you, know, the, you know, two Jews, five mm-hmm. opinions. So yeah. is, Israeli <laughs> politics, you shouldn't try and understand. Now, we just had the two-year anniversary of uh, Jerusalem being officially recognized as the capital of the country. Finally, a- after yeah. all these years, it, it finally took... an amazing thing this president has done. What has that meant to Israel? 
um, it's it's meant a um, a psychological normalization. In the same way as uh, the president recently declared um, that building new cities is no longer illegal in certain parts of the country's geography, right. which, again, you know, up till now is completely absurd. And I think what they yeah. love about Mr. Trump is that um, he's the first president who's actually got any chance of bringing or helping to bring peace. Not that anyone thinks that's terribly likely, but um, every single previous president, almost without exception, has thought that the way to do this is to behave obsequiously and placate the Arabs, uh, yielding to whatever absurd blackmail request they came up with. And this is the first president who, who said, no, that's not how the world works. Mm -hmm. And, um, and mm -hmm. when he uh, indicated he was going to do that, You'll remember everybody on the left uh, proclaimed there were going to be riots in the Arab streets. There was yes. going to provoke a war. Well, he declared Israel to be Israel's capital, and uh, and absolutely nothing untoward occurred, did it? No. Uh, um, yeah, all of those uh, reports and of that doom. Is because, uh, like like many like many normal people, Arabs respect strength and have contempt for weakness and up till now americans mm. behaved with a, a spirit of, of fear um to you know culminating with president obama's apology to her um and so uh, along comes president trump and says look you know this is this is how it is to pretend that Jerusalem is not Israel's capital is absurd. So it's Israel's capital done. Now let's move on from here. And it's only in, in that spirit of realism that there is any chance whatsoever of peace being attained. Have you ever seen anything like, is there another country on the world that has uh, taken back part of its territory through uh, a legitimate war, just won back the territory, and then, you know, after giving it back several times, this time they finally keep it because attacks continually be, were staged from that area, from the West Bank. And they finally take back their territory, make it their own, start putting settlements in there. And forever then thereafter, it's referred to as occupied territory. Yeah. Is that no, what? It's extraordinary. And let's it be clear, is. Israel wasn't uh, the offensive here. You know, warfare is God's way of recycling nations, and that applies to everyone in the whole world except the Jews. Yes, yes. And forever <laughs> no, it's, it's occupied. But look, Israel is, is, is it's just a different kind of a place. Mm -hmm. And I don't recall being anywhere else that I, I, I've never, I don't think this has ever happened to be anywhere else, where on a regular basis I'm standing at a, uh, at a crosswalk waiting for the light to change. I want to cross the street, and, and some little four-year-old next to me by himself reaches up, puts his hand in my hand where the light goes green, holds my hand crossing the street and then leaves and runs off. His mom told him to hold an adult's hand when you cross the street. Huh. Wow. You know, and that wow. happens all the time. It, yeah. And that's just one silly little example. Look, it's, it is a different country. It's, um, it's different from everywhere else. And many of the attempts to uh, explain why its economy has worked, mm -hmm. people try all the time. You know, ordinarily, an economy's GDP is proportional to the number of people in the population in the area. So the surrounding contiguous countries of, of Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon, Syria, uh, about 100 million people, Israel about 5 million. So again, mm -hmm. you'd expect a 20 times disparity 
in the GDP, the aggregate GDP of the contiguous Arab countries versus Israel. But it isn't like that. Israel has a bigger GDP. Yeah, uh, there are attempts to explain that, but Israel is different. Sure is. Uh, how, what kind of effect is the boycott movement having on Israel? Is it taking? Is it having any kind of effect on it? Well, it definitely, yeah, it definitely has impact. There's no, there's no question about it. Not to the extent of hurting Israel, but certainly hurting many Arabs who work for Jewish companies in. Uh, the, um, uh, the uh, the conquered areas of Judah and Samaria, and companies have had to shut down or or, or close off. You know, Soda Stream was one of them. Mm. Wow. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's it's hurt a lot of individuals, most of them Arab, um, huh. and it's you know like like anything else originating on the university campus, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm. Yes, it is. That's a uh, that's a good way to put it. So we kind of feel like uh, this president has been the the best friend that Israel has ever had in the White House. Do, do you right. agree with that? No question about it. Uh, certainly in the last 70 years, yes. I mean, Harry Truman, maybe, I don't know. But yeah. certainly yeah. in the last 70 years, no question about it, yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean I, I thought that he would be a friend of Israel. I've been surprised, frankly, at just how good a friend and how much yes. he has followed through And some of the things he didn't even, I don't remember him promising in the campaign. He did them anyway. Uh, So it's, it's been amazing to watch. Um, It's just too bad that he's apparently going to lose his, his ally uh, Netanyahu in the next little while. I mean, is there any chance that Benjamin Netanyahu survives all this? Oh gosh. Um, You know, I'm a prophet on, on many things, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, uh, probably not on, on 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 politics. Look, yeah. I hope he does. I hope Boris Johnson wins the election in England, and I hope that uh, President Trump uh, manages to put away this nonsense and and mm-hmm. wins um, in 2020, uh, uh, overwhelmingly in a landslide. Yeah. But that was Susan who just added that in. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, so, yeah. Look, I, I, I think, um, I think tranquility, peace, and prosperity depend on that happening. I really do. Uh, one can wait but see. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Benjamin Netanyahu certainly, certainly has a chance. Um, the Israelis. I mean, yes, they, there's a lot of disagreement. It's the, I, I don't know that there's another country in the world with such a small population and so many political parties. No, I think that's, <laughs> that's probably safe to say. You know, uh, don't uh, forget Rabbi Lappin's podcast on The Blaze. Uh, and, of course, his website, youneedarabbi.com, where you can find the multiple books he's authored over the years as well. Rabbi Lappin, we're looking forward to seeing you at the on the cruise uh, next looking month. Looking forward. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thanks so much. Great talking with you as usual. You too. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. See you tomorrow. Pat Gray Unleashed.